Welcome to Mock Footage. I really like movies. I do too, but I haven't seen too many. And that's why we're going to watch a bunch together. We'll make sure to keep it swear-free for Grandma. Definitely, and we will be talking about major plot details, so consider this your spoiler warning. Oh, I wonder what we're going to watch this week. Hello folks, it's time once again for your weekly episode of Mock Footage. My name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we will be watching Inside Out. My name is Ray Hiroso, and I feel my insides are out, but thankfully we have a guest to help me put all the insides back in. Great. Yeah, I I don't think I'm a doctor. (laughs) I I am definitely not qualified to do that. Well, who are you and what are you qualified for? I am Tim and I have a bachelor's in music. (laughs) Music therapy. I think we can make this work, Tim. Oh, it's not even music therapy. It's music performance. No, no, you, you, you do music. I'll do, I guess, philosophy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. We'll hey, what's everybody's every... bachelor's in? <laughs> yeah. I'll just have to add some slurping sound effects into the episode right here. Hey, could you not? <laughs> we can just do them now live. <laughs> okay, sure. Ooh, Everybody give slurp. us a slurp. Perfect. All right, cool. I hate all that. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Really committing yeah, to the bad. energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Tim, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. Yeah, for, of course. For thank you for having me. I'm sorry for that terrible intro. That is a okay. Um, Ray, I, <laughs> I need you to tell me what Inside Out is about right now. Okay, Inside Out is not about your insides coming out, unless you're talking about your emotions. Um, Inside Out is a movie about a middle school girl named Charlie. Hmm. And she lives a pretty normal life with her parents, uh, and she's going through middle school. And as you know, humans have emotions, and she's learning that she has emotions and has to figure them out. And this is presented in full fun Disney form with uh, an Ozzy and Drix-esque in-body experience, but it's with emotions. What? Mm Mm-hmm. I do love that you reached for Ozzy and Drix, the spinoff TV show, instead of just saying Osmosis Jones. Oh, there you go. Okay, I know Osmosis Jones. I do not know Ozzy Os- <laughs> Os- <laughs> and Drix. There, that one. That that one. That's the one I know more. Anyway, uh, so Charlie is going through life and and is going to school and is trying to is starting to face middle school hurdles such as bullies and performance anxiety because she plays cello and we see how her emotions each represented by a different friend Mm -hmm. uh reacts to it and most of the movie is kind of showing the dichotomy between what's happening with charlie and also how the emotions are handling things and in the end well, not in the end, but at the climax, uh, Charlie has a, a, a breakdown. Uh, her parents kind of talk to her about it, and turns out the whole moral of the movie is to talk about your feelings with people and maybe mm. go to therapy. Mm. Uh, I gotta say, Ray, I'm feeling a little dissatisfied by your plot. What? I am happens? too. Yeah, I want some more specifics. Oh, yeah. So Charlie breaks a guy's arm. Okay, is that like the breakdown? That is the start. Oh, oh, okay. So that's the very like 
Go on, Tim. Do we start in media res with like the the arm breaking? No. So we like so Charlie is starting middle school, right? And it's a new school. Um, so she just moved with her family to like, um, like a, a New York type area, but it also looks like Boston, Massachusetts at the same time. Okay. <laughs> and a new school, lots of anxiety. That's when we're introduced to all the emotions, such as anxiety, sadness, anger, happiness and hunger for some reason mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh we get through the first few days and we kind of get a glimpse of what all the emotions are about it's pretty clear and then uh some guy is bullying charlie he, she breaks his arm and then runs away and anxiety takes over and just kind of does a fight or flight sequence and it's very sad and scary and the whole tone of the movie changes for about 10 minutes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she almost just killed a child. Oh. Uh, whoa. I thought that whoa. was just an arm break. Did she go further? I mean, for a child, breaking an arm is basically death, right? Okay. No. Yeah. It's her perception of, oh, no. Oh, no. What did I do? Right, I've right. killed the child. Right. He's unconscious. Yeah. Maybe maybe this bully like was into sports. Absolutely. This bully yeah. was a volleyball player. Uh-huh. No, I can't. I can't disparage volleyball players. Uh, <laughs> there are there, there are bullies that play volleyball. There are, okay. It's a volleyball bully, and it's sad. <laughs> it's a volleyball. Now he can't. He can't set any more any more volleyballs. Right. Oh no! What did I do? Yeah, you've broken this child. Um, He's gonna have to go through a lot of physical therapy to get that arm back in full spike position. And Charlie's gonna have to go through a lot of emotional therapy. Um, Yeah, too bad she doesn't tell anybody about it. Well, does the kid? Oh, I guess not. Probably right. Snitches get stitches. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah, not right away. And they pass each other in the hallways, and like that's like the moments when anxiety emotion steps up and is like, "I'll take care of this," and everyone's like, "No." Okay, so, okay, I want to get more into that. Well, yeah, let's let's do that first. Um, so it sounds like anxiety emotion is kind of like leading the ship as far as the the like is kind of the main character of the emotions cast. Is that correct? I mean, a little bit. It's a bit of an ensemble cast, but we're mostly introduced to anxiety. Okay, at first. And, and so then the movie is kind role. of about like anxiety, like having the having the leading charge or whatever having having yeah. the, the most sway and then eventually having to take a back seat yeah like ha- like getting the emotions to kind of coexist together and take okay. control when they need to gotcha so they don't get rid of anxiety entirely they just stuff it they down don't break them. anxiety's arm is right what you're exactly they kill it okay you they don't kill anxiety in this movie Okay, that's a bummer. Um, now, yeah, I wish I could do that. Real life <laughs> <Same>. anxiety. <laughs> um, now, Ray, the other thing that you've you've mentioned a couple times that I want to dig into is that it sounds you're you're kind of framing this as though like she gets to she she's like becoming a teenager and she's moving to a new school district and moving into middle school and then she has all these emotions. Did she was she a husk before then? Where did they come um, from? What happened? Where did they go? Where did they come from? Where did Cotton they come Joe? from? <laughs> Joe, yeah. you tell me. Cotton Eye Joe, please. Um, the em- okay, so the emotions are there. 
but like they don't have like full control so it's like a vr if you know what a vr like headset access thing is that like when charlie discovers or discovers when charlie goes into middle school that's kind of when the emotions not turn on but like discover the the room it's the room like the the epicenter okay of mm-hmm. emotion the emotional epicenter of charlie and then they figure out that they can you know uh control control is weird like influence charlie's physical and emotional reactions okay okay so all of the the emotions are wearing like a vr headset and they're doing a jaeger on charlie yeah they take turns (laughs) okay but you're absolutely right okay i like the the emotions are drift compatible Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> they have to learn how to be drip compatible. <laughs> that's that's the whole movie is is anxiety learning to be drift compatible with happiness. And so the like going to therapy and talking to her parents is like giving training programs to the to the emotions. Yes. Um that's good. Is this an action movie? In inside, yes. On the outside no, it's it's mundane for Charlie, except for breaking a child's arm. Mm-hmm. Well, what else does uh, she get up to? You ever steal a car? Oh, that's mundane. In in GTA, yeah, that sounds way more like action to me than than mundane. Okay, well, I guess stealing a car might be more actiony. Um, Charlie steals a car from the the car sales lot. Oh. Uh, not even just her parents' cars. She like full yeah. on goes to yeah. a, a used car lot. <laughs> yeah, they're they're looking to buy a car, and like she gets in one, and then like just accidentally starts driving it, and then it's a whole situation where, oops, I may have stolen this car now. What do I do? Uh huh. Also, and, she can't drive. And anxiety's like hit the gas, hit the gas. Mm hmm. Yep. I remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good scene. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna know more about the parents. What are the parents like in this? So the dad is a stay-at-home dad. Um, he mostly just does things around the house. He's very supportive and nice and helpful. The mom is a music teacher, not at Charlie's school though, at a different school. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So she's around, and like that's where Charlie's like musical inclinations come from. Gotcha. Do you think there are any, um, uh, is there any pressure put on Charlie by her parents to uh, go into music? There is some mild pressure, but it's not from the mom. It's from the dad. And it's not like you have to do this, but like, hey, Charlie, you're really good at this. You should like pursue this. And like, he's very nudgy about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like, Charlie just kind of brushes that off for most of the movie. And it's not like a conversation they have until, you know, Charlie has a breakdown with with her parents in the room. Gotcha. So that kind of like creates some tension between her and her dad. Yeah. Okay. But like, it's not on purpose. It's not malicious. Right. Like he has a very, Charlie has a very good supportive network. Okay. But just because you have a very good network doesn't mean things will go right all the time. Right. It's when things fall apart and what your network does for you is what matters. Okay. Right. This is a very wholesome movie. Yeah. Except for the arm breaking and yeah. the stealing a car. Yeah. 
all of that that part is like a little questionable um but over, overall yeah it's a good message you gotta have stakes yeah that's fair. that is true that's fair um can you tell me before we before we wrap up here what you thought of the character bing bong <laughs> oh yes i th- i think that bing bong <laughs> i i think that bing bong was a very good mall clown but <laughs> the fact that bing bong was <laughs> did bing bong take charlie to the car dealership no no this is a, this is a... <laughs> sorry go ahead go ahead <laughs> I really like Bing Bong the Mall Clown, but I really am surprised at how much of a uh like non-character Bing Bong is. Like Really? It, it's not Bing Bong is there to like induce fear, which is different from anxiety, because clowns can be scary, but Bing Bong's fine. Okay. Do you know that inherent clown fear that everybody has because you know how evolution has trained us to be afraid of the dark. It's also tra- trained us to be afraid of clowns. Yeah, evolution did that because clowns were predators in yeah. the past. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can make sweeping general generalizations about humanity <laughs> at large based on your own personal feelings. Yeah. Bing Bong's great. <laughs> <laughs> Bing Bong is great, and everyone's afraid of clowns at least a little bit. Um, I think that's going to do it for us, right? I want to know what your favorite line from this movie is. My favorite line from this movie is the very unabashed Bop It commercial in the middle of the movie where it's just two minutes of Charlie and her mom playing a Bop It. You get, you get more and more esoteric with these every week, dude. <laughs> bop It. <laughs> Twist It. Twist okay, it. so now we're doing a Bop It commercial <laughs> in, the, it. in the middle of our episode. <laughs> Bop It! Love that. I think we're going to go eat some popcorn and watch the flick. Well, show of hands, who cried? I cried a conservative five or six times. Yeah. I, I also cried about that much. I, I cried a lot. Very much. Joe cried. If you're familiar with the show, we could have we, we could have gotten cries. away with it. We could have lied because we're on a podcast, and I said show of hands. But well, now the now now the news come out, we all cried. We all did. I mean, you could tell from our voices shaking that we yeah. cried. So I think I dropped an octave. It's also much later in the evening now. How, how did we ever all? How did we all feel about Inside Out? Inside Out, <sighs> the movie Inside Out. The uh, I have two major thoughts. Um, first one is there's always a point in the movies we watch where we stop talking and mm-hmm. it pulls us in and then we're invested. This one was most of the movie. Yeah. Um, second thought is could have come up with a better title. <laughs> really? Okay. What what would the better title be? Um I uh it uh mm-hmm. uh, uh who who needs yeah. family? Who needs um, them? Um, Just a feeling. Um, em- emotionado. Um, wow. Just yeah. a feeling is good. Um, uh, how how to properly process your emotions? Mm-hmm. A Disney movie. 
Um, face off. Why? Face off. Okay. Face off. Face off starring Amy Poehler and John Travolta. I thought it was a fine movie. Yeah, before we get too far into it, um, I just realized I have been recording with the wrong microphone. It's been going into my laptop mic instead of the actual good mic. Oops. 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 Uh-oh. Um, so I don't know if you want to continue with that or if you want me to switch over. For consistency's sake, let's just keep it. Um, okay. I'm going to just say here, audience, imagine Tim's audio quality, quality sounds way better. Now I just you. imagine it really good. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you Tim's audio quality is sublime mm-hmm. because it is. Yeah. So uh, maybe we can take a trip to Imagination Land and find out what that would be like. Yeah, that was a thing in the movie. Um, real quick, I'll just, I'll just... I'm going to have to pull up a plot synopsis on this one. Oh, oh, can't you just say, I don't know, girl processes emotions. Yeah. <laughs> um, here we go. Riley is a happy, hockey-loving 11-year-old Midwestern girl, but her world flips turns flips upside down <laughs> when, her, when she and her parents move to San Francisco. Riley's emotions, led by Joy try to get her through this difficult life-changing event. However, the stress of the move brings sadness to the forefront. When joy and sadness are inadvertently swept into the far reaches of Riley's mind, the only emotions left in headquarters are anger, fear, and disgust. It's a terrible plot synopsis. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then... and So R- Riley is kind of going through a, a very traumatic breakdown event and she doesn't she's not able to feel joy or sadness um and 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 the inner workings of her mind are very much an ozzy and drick situation where joy and sadness are trying to get back to emotions hq and uh it's it's getting whack in there it's getting wacky in there but it's really hard to explain why and how because the logic of the movie is like (laughs) really hard to describe do you think you can do um either of you can like help me out here and describe what's going on in the in the world of inside out yeah depression's a thing huh yeah Uh sure is yeah uh learning to process your emotions properly through coping mechanisms also a good thing huh through talking through allowing yourself to feel sadness yeah. Like, yeah, and allowing like other people to help you as well. Like it's yeah. not just you; you got other people around you. Mm-hmm. And i I think I think it's interesting because the Riley gets into trouble in the first place because Joy is like a, a control freak to some extent. Like, like is like all of the emotions kind of, she's kind of in charge right and all of them respect her and she's kind of like the boss of the HQ and she's like kind or whatever but she like definitely prioritizes happiness over everything else and the reason that Riley got in the in trouble in the first place is because Joy resisted allowing her to feel sadness over moving um and that kind of is the events that started everything getting busted inside her, her little brain, her little preteen brain. 
And yeah. that got kind of exacerbated by her talking to her, her mom and her mom being like, you've been so like happy and you've kept this smile on and it's been really helpful, you know, keep it up. Wow. <laughs> and, pressure. Thanks. Yeah. A little bit of pressure, yeah. which like, you know, no, no shade on the mom. She didn't know any better, but like mm-hmm. it's, it still sucked. It was a, it was a bad situation. Yeah. I really liked how this movie if you took out all of the inside stuff, it's just normal things. But it's showing you in a fantastical way how your emotions are being processed through a fantastical adventure through your body. Yeah. Because everything that Riley goes through is like, it's very tropey, right? Like, she moved and, and now she's having trouble making friends and she's going through all of these emotions and can't process them. And the movie says, well, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on inside that brain, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting idea. Yeah. It's, it's a great, like a little narrative uh, tool or device. um, Cause it lets us as an audience member, like uh, really understand a lot more that's happening inside of uh, her head. Yeah. Um, it's also just like really fun how they laid out everything, like all of the different uh, ways that they set up the memory and the train of thought and how the memories get passed along from one place to another mm-hmm. and things like that. It's just really well done, in my opinion. I just I, oh, I yeah. love the whole like uh, factory aspect or take on the mind. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. just now clicking in my mind why it was the train of thought. Um, so there's that. Cool. <laughs> Good job, Ray. <laughs> I'm sorry, just, I lost I'm... my train of thought. Ha! Ha! You're funny. You're funny, Joe. Ha. Thank you. What What do you want to say about the movie, Ray? How... Well, I'm tr- I'm processing my emotions about it right now. Yeah, so... we have that trouble a lot on this podcast, <laughs> but I think especially with this movie, like I yeah, I was crying like a baby. I um, really like sadness. Yeah, I like yeah. 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 I really like how sadness was presented in it, in this movie because sadness was not annoying, sadness was not a problem. In fact, it's a healthy thing to have sadness. Yeah. Which yeah. I was really happy about that. And then a lot of times uh sadness is represented as depression when yeah. in this yeah. like they were two distinct things. Yeah. Um that were very yeah. different. Yeah, like sadness is the the as I was trying to get across earlier like the reason that Riley fell into into trouble in the first place or at least internally or the reason the factory stopped working properly is because joy wasn't really allowing riley to feel sadness um and wasn't allowing because whenever sadness touched a memory that was joy's memory it would start to turn blue and joy was like no you're ruining them um and like no (laughs) like riley needs to feel that right like the reason that this is happening is because it needs to happen like and and um and joy had to learn that by 
they they run into Bing Bong. Yeah, Okay, I thought about that about three quarters of the way through the movie. I'm like, what is a mall clown? What, I, <laughs> how did that sneak by me? What is a mall because clown, Ray? I because I say things all the time, and you just say, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a mall clown Sorry. is a clown hired to be at a mall uh-huh. to entertain. Yeah, you doing I, balloon I, I, animals and tricks and stuff. I've seen those. <laughs> yeah, you a mall a mall company hires a clown to be the resident mall clown, mm-hmm. so that when people are walking by, they can do funny tricks and put little balloon hats on kids, and hopefully they don't have latex allergies. And and she's like, here's a hat. Yeah, Hong Kong. So, Bing Bong in this movie is not a mall clown. Uh, no. He is uh, Riley's imaginary friend from her young youth days. And there's a moment where Bing Bong gets really sad. And Joy is like, he's he's trying to lead them back to HQ or to the train of thought so they can get back to HQ. That's stupid. Um <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and he kind of gets he gets sad and he is kind of just sitting there and he can't move and Joy is like trying to push him and like come on let's be positive let's go let's go to the train come on let's play a game you show us where the train is and we go there and he's just like completely non-responsive and then sadness goes over to him and lets him cry it out and listens to him and then he's like i feel better i can let's let's go to the train and joy's like how'd you do that and like that's that's what joy has to realize and learn throughout the movie um and i guess that's you know also riley i don't know it's 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 tricky (laughs) trying to figure (laughs) out where one character ends and where like riley begins but yeah i thought that was i thought that was a it's a really good message and it's it's apparent from the very beginning that joy is just doing too much of the heavy lifting and Uh and that's why things are going bad yeah and then it's also a little bit about like um developing more complex emotions i don't remember if we said anything about that but in the end like you start seeing the the colors mix like you see disgust with anger you see sadness with joy and like it's just more more complex emotions that are coming through these characters working together. Yeah, I, that made me really happy to see. Yeah, like a lot because, like you said, Riley's learning to develop complex emotion, and it's not as cut and dry as one or the other. Which the emotions were figuring that out themselves, and the, the whole question about where Riley starts and where the emotions <laughs> yeah. end or whatever. Was yeah, anybody that scene gonna... where uh, I mean, uh-huh. the, it's the climax of the movie where Riley Riley has like gotten this idea to run away and go back to Minnesota, and she eventually gives up on that and um, goes back and goes back to her parents, and and her parents were worried about her, and that's when sadness and joy have just come back to HQ, and so sadness takes over the console and allows her to cry and she's crying with her parents and then sadness like beckons joy over to the console and joy is also using the console at the same time and that's when this new this first mixed memory comes out and it's this bittersweet memory of joy and sadness and like 
it's just such a heartbreaker and it's a very <laughs> very uh, like emotionally resonant uh little little scene in the movie it, it all builds up to that for me at least yeah yeah was anybody was anybody gonna gonna tell me that Joe does this every time, Tim. Joe does this every time. Uh-huh. Joe says, what do you think about X character? And, yeah. <laughs> and then I say, yeah, this is Bing Bong the Mall clown. And no one no one said that Bing Bong was, was going to die. No one said Bing Bong yeah. was going to die and be yeah. forgotten. Because, of course, I expected that to happen because he's Riley's imaginary friend. But it still hurt. Yeah, you said about 20 minutes before he died. Oh, Bing Bong's about to die. <laughs> I knew he was going to die at some point. Because he had to. Because Riley's growing up and didn't need an imaginary friend. And that wasn't the focus of the movie. But it still hit hard when mm-hmm. Bing Bong... <laughs> did a self-sacrifice yeah to oh my god from the memory dump excuse you yeah <laughs> <sighs> now what do we think of our other clown friend oh the other big clown J- jangles is that what they call uh, jangles jangles the birthday clown who's the birthday girl <laughs> Can we not talk about Jangles? I didn't like Jangles. I can Jangles see why. was the mall clown. Oh. Yeah, Jangles is the mall clown. Jangles is the creepy clown living inside your head rent-free. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I like Jangles. Yeah, I, I think Jangles. Jangles is fun. Like, uh, Jangles wakes up, right? And he's supposed to be <laughs> scary or whatever. And then Joy's like, we're going to a birthday party. And he's like, oh, yeah, birthday party? Let's go! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, I do like imaginary Jangles the Clown. Real Jangles the Clown, don't know how I feel. Um, You forgot to mention this was all in Riley's subconscious. I didn't forget to mention that. I just don't I just don't want to go through all the rules of the inner workings of the it's, Inside Out universe. It's so fantastical, but it all makes sense when you see it. Yeah. I really... And, Something I really like was all the visual gags. Yeah, let's let's get into yeah. those a little bit. What's what's everyone's favorite gag or two from the movie? Oh gosh, um, I really like facts and opinions. That was fun. That was very good. So you want to explain that, Ray? Uh, yeah, they're on the train of thought. There's boxes titled facts and opinions, and they get spilled and jumbled up, and then they're trying to put them back. And then uh, Bing Bong says. What, what did Bing Bong say? Don't worry. Happens all the happens time. Happens all the time. They get mixed up, and he just kind of haphazardly throws them back in the boxes. <laughs> it was just very funny and good. Yeah, that got a good laugh out of all of us. Yeah. I, I You know what? This is a small little part, but I really liked the the mystery solving that Joy had to do. She gets separated from Sadness. And she's trying to find uh, yeah. her, and she's like, "Oh, what do I? I gotta think like sadness." And she like wallows on the ground and looks over, and she sees that the bottom row of all the memories have been turned blue because earlier, when Joy was dragging sadness across the floor, she just had her hand out, touching all the memories and turning them blue. And she's like, "Oh, I can use these to follow and follow these breadcrumbs and find sadness." And I thought it was cool that Joy had to think like sadness in order to get reunited with her yeah Hmm. 
I think my favorite gag was the cat at the end oh, in the credits. In the credits. That was yeah. so good. It's definitely worth it to watch the credits on this one and see the <laughs> extra little. Like, I think one of my favorite parts of the movie is whenever they just zoomed into someone else's head for like yeah. a second to see what their emotions were doing and what they were like. Like that dinner conversation after the first day of uh, school. Yeah. And they zoom into the mom and then zoom into the dad. And then they each have like an argument in their head where they're thinking like the other person is just failing at this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the subtlety of who was in charge in people's heads. Not Yeah. Because like the mom's was sadness and then the dad's was anger. Well, no, I think the dad's was fear, actually. Like it was... I think it was anger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then, like, we see the different characters too, and they also have different people in charge. People, emotions, yeah. <laughs> emotions. Yeah. And then Riley, Riley, Riley gets uh, a new upgraded control panel. It makes sense. Don't worry. Where all the emotions <laughs> can work together. Mm-hmm. And I think that was hinted at with the parents because everybody was sitting together. Also. Yeah. And they had a like a super complex system with like different looked like servers behind them. Yeah, and they were working um, together. Like they were actively like communicating with each other. They, whereas in Riley's head, they were all kind of like fighting over each other. Like, no, this should be they should be disgusted by this. Like, whatever, you know. Yeah, and then at the end of the movie, during the hockey scene, every, they're all working together. And yeah, it's nice, and I loved it. I wish my emotions worked together. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about, Ray? You're you're very sad and very happy right now. Oh, thanks. I have a new memory. <laughs> <for it. laughs> all right. Uh, that's not the reaction I expected at all. <laughs> oh, you know what? She didn't play cello. No, she didn't. No. She no. played hockey what? instead. Yeah. Darn it. What what were some of the things I got right? We haven't traversed you this. Got a, you got like, me- a like a. Like a gender neutral name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks. Um, I mean, you said that like there was this uh, middle schooler who was going through a lot of emotions and had to learn to how to change. how to deal with them. Yeah, due to a change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, the car dealership. Uh, Riley did not steal a car, sadly. Not yet. And she didn't break anyone's arm. Not no. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> not yet <laughs> you know, but she did run away like she did which... you know a pretty dramatic uh crime <laughs> she stole her mo- mother's credit she card she did steal her mom's credit yeah. card that's true that was Within... wild that yeah. that was that wasn't like oh no this is bad this is bad this is going bad uh-huh Oh, and literally it was just a girl going to her mom's purse to take her credit card so she can run away from home. That's just normal and healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this movie is very straightforward, but the genius comes in in that straightforwardness and com- and complementing it with the inner machinations of of the mind and, and emotions, the way the, the film portrays it. Yeah, it is all all visual metaphor. And yeah. it does a lot of it, and it does it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, just down to the characters' designs, even of of the emotions, like yeah, I love Super Meat Boy. 
Yeah, Super Meat Boy is so <laughs> angry. <laughs> Who is your favorite emotion design? Uh, actual question. Oh, Disgust. Disgust is great. I love her. <laughs> Disgust, yeah. Okay, good job. Um, <laughs> I, I do think... I really like Fear. I like Fear yeah. a lot. Yeah, I think I was too close to Fear, and I, I, I balked at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I really like Fear... Uh, in the movie, and also, I really like how Fear was in charge of that one night with the dreams, and was going through nightmares, and Fear was just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. And then the actual fears came with the clown, and he shut down. <laughs> yeah. That was good to me. Because, like, it, it was, it was ra- well, is it rational fear or ir- irrational fear <laughs> at that point? Of clowns? For clowns? I feel like that's pretty rational. It's not. Wait. They exist to make people happy. But we see so many depictions of scary clowns in our life. I mean, okay, uh-huh. so the birthday clown, that would be an irrational irrational fear because that 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 poor man mm-hmm. was just trying mm-hmm. to make some children happy at a birthday party, blowing some balloon animals and mm-hmm. squirting his the flower on his chest. I don't know what he does. Yeah, what do clowns do? <laughs> <laughs> what do clowns do i can't That's wait for the next question. pixar what do clowns film? do uh, run for office am i right yaka yaka <laughs> um let's i think <laughs> wrap it up uh <laughs> do we have any other like burning questions that we need to ask about this movie i don't have a burning question but i did like how riley got more islands of I don't know what what were the personality personality yeah Yeah. um that was nice yeah yeah there was a lot of cool stuff in there at the end you could see how she's developing as a person and it's I don't know it's just nice Mm -hmm. um all right well (laughs) Tim Tim I want to ask you before I do Uh wrap up you chose to bring this movie to us tonight. Yeah. Is there any particular reason it was on your mind? I have no clue. I just hadn't <laughs> seen it in a while, but it was, uh, <laughs> it was a, um, it was a really like big movie for me and like a pretty big part of my life in the senior year of my college, uh, uh, times. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's when it came out and I watched it then and then I had to watch it like five more times in the next day. Yeah. Um, but it, it was just something that uh, I hadn't really dealt with a lot of my personal like emotional stuff um, in any kind of like constructive way and mm-hmm. seeing it laid out so simply and like visually helped me kind of understand a little bit more because like i got it a little bit if that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah you heard it here first folks inside out is therapy not quite (laughs) don't don't put words in tim's mouth but i do wish i saw this in college yeah i mean i i think it's a really important movie for kids to see too because it it kind of Mm -hmm. opens up that 
that line of thought, the train of thought, sorry, of, um, <laughs> of, uh, like discovering your emotions and learning more about them and, uh, talking about them with your parents too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I, th I think it's a, it can be a really helpful, like not to boil it down <laughs> so crudely, but it could be a really helpful tool and, um, like it's like yeah again it's got a really positive message and it's it's fun it's fun to watch and it's also will make you cry probably yeah <laughs> um all right well i think that's gonna do it for us thank you uh both for for being here thank you once again tim for for joining us where can folks find you on the uh, internet if you want to be people... found yeah, you can. I, I'm not on Twitter a whole lot anymore, but you can, you can find uh, me over on the um, a horrible Realis podcast, which is on uh, Paper Boats um, Productions stuff, and it's also on the One Shot Network. Um, right now, we're doing uh, Losers: A Love Story, which is about a uh, a bad clown, not a not a. Not a good clown. It's <laughs> mm -hmm. it's a retelling of of uh, Stephen King's It mm -hmm. in um, game format. That's about tag, right? Yes, yeah. It's all about tag. If you get <laughs> caught by the clown, you're it. I thought that was It Follows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is actually It Follows. That yeah. <laughs> anyway, go listen to A Horror Borealis and Losers: A Love Story. It's great. Do it. You won't. I won't. Please. I will. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> please, please go listen to it. I, I'm telling you to do it. Please. Um, and you can find this podcast on Twitter at Mock Footage or send an email to mockfootage at gmail.com. Thanks again, Tim, for joining us. And thank you, Ray, so much for joining me and watching this movie with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both for ex experiencing emotion with me by Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. Thank oh, we got a special <laughs> thanks to Carly Rae Jepsen for inventing emotions so that this yes. movie could exist. Oh, gotta appreciate Carly Rae Jepsen. Gotta. You gotta. All right. What was your favorite line? I, I just have the words bing bong the birthday yes. clown stuck in my head and that's not even <laughs> bing a line. Bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing bong. <laughs> <laughs>